The following is a Network Newswire audio production. As a multifaceted financial news and publishing company, Network Newswire uses its network of more than 5,000 key distribution outlets, as well as other corporate communication tools, to introduce private and public companies to a wide audience of investors, consumers, journalists, and the general public. Our reputation for highly efficient communication strategies is based on the experience and relationships our team has in the space. It is Network Newswire's unwavering commitment to connect the investment community with companies that have great potential and a strong dedication to building shareholder value. The following interview features a client of Network Newswire. Network Newswire may have been compensated for the production of this interview. Please be sure to read our entire disclaimer for full disclosure. Thank you, and here today as your host is Stuart Smith. Welcome back, everybody, to another online business briefing where you know we're going to shine a spotlight on some of the smartest and freshest plays here in the small and micro cap markets. Today, we're speaking with the Green Organic Dutchman Holdings Limited. Now, they're traded here in the States on the OTCQX under the ticker symbol TGODF and on the TSX exchange under the ticker symbol TGOD. We're lucky enough to be joined by the CEO of this company, Brian Athide. Brian, how are you? Great, thank you. How are you this morning? I'm doing very well. Thanks so much for taking the time to call and speak to your company, shareholders, investors, as well as the listeners to this program. Now, for those listeners who may not be familiar with your company yet, please describe the company and its business model for us. For sure. The Green Organic Dutchman really is a very different business model than most of the other cannabis companies out there. We're a vertically integrated, certified organic cannabis brand with both a domestic Canada and an international footprint. And organic is really different in terms of its, its premium. It's, it's grown in rail living soil, not in, in rock wall that many others are, are grown in. And it's free from any synthetic fertilizers or chemical pesticides. We're building it in purpose-built, high-technology, hybrid greenhouses, really taking the best technologies that are out there across many different agricultural areas and for the first time putting them together to grow cannabis in in a very high-tech, clean, pharma-like environment. Uh, We're fully funded for capacity of 170,000 kilograms. And actually, we have another letter of intent in place in Europe, um, which would take us up to 195,000 kilograms. We've raised in excess of $350 million Canadian to date um, through various rounds of private funding as well as our our IPO um, back in May. Um, We're very much focused on becoming a branded consumer goods company, which means we're also focused on innovation through R&D. We've got one of the largest R&D budgets focused on um, plant genetics and and, um, efficiencies of, of growing all the way through product development and making sure that we've got the, the best-tasting products for consumers that have the right level of efficacy for them as well. I mentioned kind of state-of-the-art hybrid greenhouses. Um, we're, we're partnered with uh, Aurora, Aurora Larson Projects. They've recently built 800,000-square-foot facility outside of Edmonton and now um, coming to build our million-square-foot one in Montreal, leveraging all of those learnings. Aurora is actually one of the largest, most innovative can- cannabis companies in the world, and they've partnered with us. They've invested more than $78 million into our company, validating everything from our organic strategy, which really is different to everyone else, to our R&D and beverage divisions, our management team, and our international expansion plans. Our, our goal really is to become something like the whole foods for the cannabis industry. If you look, there's only two certified organic cannabis companies in Canada. The other one has 40,000 square feet, and we'll have more than a million when we're fully built out. 
So really, it is very different than, than most of the other companies out there as we focus on, on premium organic cannabis. Yeah, absolutely. And Canada is on the forefront of the news here in the cannabis industry as it moves from medical to recreational. But one of the things I've noticed in speaking with other companies based out of Canada is the stringent testing. And so your organic model really plays nicely into that. It, it does indeed, because I mean, our, our products have never seen any, any pesticides um, or chemical fertilizers. And while I mean, pesticides are, are fine when, when you're seeing it on, on your fruits or, or vegetables, I mean, on your tomatoes, you're washing them or peeling your cucumbers, and if, even if you ingest a little bit of the pesticide, it, it's not harmful or toxic to people. Um, but, but when it's burned, as, as when it's smoked, um, pesticides can become toxic. Now, even when you compress it into oil, you're, you're concentrating a lot of the THC and then the CBD, whatever cannabinoid you're after. Um, you're also concentrating the pesticides. That said, I mean, there's, there's still pro- ways that you can remove it, which many companies do, but I think most consumers would prefer to have product that is clean from the start and, and has never been exposed to those synthetic fertilizers or chemical pesticides. Well, you've given us a great overview of the company as well as some of its accomplishments and validation, as you mentioned, by that $78 million investment into your company by Aurora. Let's learn about the management team now. Let's start with you as our guest. Since you're the CEO, tell us a little bit about your background and the team around you. Um, Sure. I I started with the company earlier this year. Prior to that, I was three years with Andrew Peller Limited, which is the largest publicly traded wine producer in Canada. Um, with 11 wineries across the country, more than 100 retail stores in Ontario, the largest wine kit business globally, another vertically integrated company. And there are a lot of similarities between wine and cannabis, if you think about it. They both have very large agricultural footprints. They both have a product development and manufacturing process, which is part art, part science. They're both heavily regulated and taxed. And in Canada, at least, both have a government-controlled wholesale and distribution structure. So a lot of similarities there, and I'm bringing over a lot of learnings from there. Prior to that, I had 25 years with Procter & Gamble, of which only four were in Canada. I worked uh, about four years in the U.S. as well, but the rest of, of my experience was um, around the world. I've spent a lot of time in Europe, in Asia, and in Latin America. So I've worked in eight countries with uh, P&G in, in four continents, which also plays well to see God's plans and ambitions as we want to be the largest organic cannabis brand globally and playing in all of those regions. So that's myself, but I mean, that's, I'm just one out of a very, very impressive team here. If you look at the rest of our team, we've got from the board, um, we've got significant amount of corporate experience specific to consumer packaged goods, finance, um, including experience in multiple successful acquisitions. Our leadership and management team has skill sets in all aspects of business, including financial management, international markets, M&A, operations, project management marketing and branding and sales for, for some of the largest companies on the planet. I mean, myself, Procter & Gamble, but we've got several people who've had experience in beverages, including COT from Weight Watchers. Um, our marketing vice president had developed a subscription model there, which has a lot of similarities to our plans here around medical patient subscription models. We've got uh, executives who came to us from Tevis Pharmaceutical, so we've got pharmaceutical experience, and we also have folks who've had retail experience. In total, our company's leadership team has had over 125 years of CPG experience from those different areas, and and that really is one of the biggest differentiators for us. No other company in the space in cannabis has that amount of CPG experience, and it makes a difference. I mean, you may have the greatest 
business plan and greatest idea in, in the world and, and all the funding. But if you don't have a team that knows how to execute with excellence, you're not going to get the same result. And I believe and that's one of the things that the Green Organic Dutchman really focused on. The original founders and, and first set of management came from capital markets and knew how to raise money better than anybody I've ever seen. They raised $160 million with retail investors, 4,000 um, private investors in, in, a, in, a, in a private company just unheard of. Um, before the IPO, and and really, I mean, that team had probably worked on a couple hundred different startups o- over their careers and learned from all of those. And one of them was also, I mean, you need to have the funding in place to be successful as well, and they put that in place, but then they quickly realized that they needed to have an operating team that had experience from the best companies in the world and put them together, because that didn't exist in cannabis prior to, the, to now. I mean, no, no one's really had that, especially coming out of the black market, not having that CPG experience. So they recognized that and put this team in place. Well, that's an excellent team that you've assembled there with obviously season management and several different markets that they they need to be well-versed in to make a company move and navigate in an area as difficult as it can be like cannabis and as it evolves so rapidly from medical to recreational. And moving forward, what do you see as some of the goals for the company here in 2018 and into 2019? Well, I mean, we've accomplished a lot already. If you think of where we've come from, having raised more than $350 million, we have more than a million square feet of production um, being built to expand our current production. We have integrated uh, 50%, almost 49% ownership in a Jamaican company that has full kind of seed to sale capabilities. Unfortunately, in Jamaica, you can't have majority ownership. We've got a, a letter of intent in, in Europe for additional uh, capacity there, giving us a beachhead into Europe. We're working on distribution agreements throughout Latin America and Europe to really use our 170,000 kilos of capacity um, and make sure we can get higher margins for it. Looking forward now is taking it to the next level, right? So we, we've, we've got our strategic business plan with legalization quickly approaching. We want to make sure we're building out our infrastructure, both domestically and internationally. We continue to look for opportunities that make sense for us, whether it involves partnerships, JVs, or acquisitions. Like uh, we, we have one of the biggest R&D budgets in, in the industry to drive innovation and make sure we've got the best products that satisfy consumers' needs. Um, but, but that said, I mean, there are a lot of great technologies out there, and if there's something better, we're, we're, we're very open to, to going and, and working with them, partnering with them, licensing that technology. Um, and this is especially important with, if you look at the U.S. market. There's a lot of great companies there with great technologies, but given it's not federally legal, they're really handcuffed. They can't leave their state, let alone the, the, the U.S. market. So we can partner with them and increase value for them and us by taking these great technologies and bringing it to Canada or, or international markets where they can't do it themselves because we've got access to those markets, access to capital. So really everyone wins there, and, and we've got exclusive rights to a few of them for outside the U.S. Well, listeners, once again, we're speaking with Brian Athide, CEO of the Green Organic Dutchman Holdings Limited. OTCQX ticker is TGODF. On the TSX, it's TGOD, and that's also the website for the company, TGODF. 
www.ticketmaster.com.od.ca. If you use those ticker symbols, you will see that the company does a tremendous job of keeping its investors and potential investors informed on what the company is doing. So really hit that press wire. See some of the things that they're doing. Uh, recently announced here in the month of August, a spin out. And I want you to learn more about that. That news came out again on August 2nd. Brian, thank you so much for your time and your insight into your exciting company. We expect great things from you here in 2018 and well beyond. Thanks, Brian. Thank you very much. All right. For Brian Athide, this is Stuart Smith saying thanks so much for listening. This audio interview is an original broadcast provided by Network Newswire, a multifaceted financial news and publishing company delivering a new generation of corporate communication solutions, including news aggregation and syndication, social communication, and enhanced news release services. Network Newswire may receive payments for corporate communications relations, as well as various press releases and social media solutions provided to its clients. You should assume that officers and directors of Network Newswire or financial analysts mention hold a position in and may intend to trade these securities for their own accounts. This interview is not an offer or recommendation to buy or sell securities. Information in this broadcast is presented solely for informative purposes and is not intended to be nor should it be construed as investment advice. As in all investments, investment in the featured company carries an investment risk. Listeners should review the company thoroughly with a registered investment advisor or registered stockbroker. This audio interview by Network Newswire does not purport to be a complete study of the featured company or other companies mentioned. Information used in statements of fact have been obtained from the featured company and other sources, but not verified nor guaranteed by Network Newswire as to completeness or accuracy. Such information is subject to change without notice. Please see our full disclaimers and disclosures at networknewswire.com.